Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Friday. Winter's really setting in here in Indiana. It got cold last night. It was nippy, leaving the house, driving to the office. All that cold weather made me think about wanting to be warm, which immediately, for some reason, brought me back to chicken pot pies. That's right, chicken pot pies. As a little boy, it seemed like every summer, my mom would haul me and my brothers down to Mississippi for the summer. One of the great joys of that experience were Sunday gatherings after church at Maud Dick's. Now, Maud Dick, that's short for Dickerson. Her home was simple, and it was hot. I bet you on those Sunday afternoons after church, that kitchen would get up to at least 120 degrees if you'd put a thermometer in there. But it was filled with delicacies, pot pies with dumplings, sweet tea, okra, biscuits, pies, green beans, watermelon, and I'm sure a lot more that I'm forgetting. I can close my eyes and just smell it. I can go back there in an instant. That tiny little house, not much more than a shack from my memory, it would be filled to the breaking point almost, it seemed, as a kid. I mean, it was so filled with people, men would be standing in the doorways. All the kids outside running around like a rat pack, playing, hollering. It was in that environment, that safe and fun environment of food and faith and love and people. I'm sure that's where the seed was planted in me for the love of big families. And I'm sure it contributed greatly to my desire to have a big one. And I do. Nine kids, my dear wife and I, have put on this earth. Now, people will ask me a lot, especially today when families tend to be pretty small. A lot of people wait to get married, don't even have families. They'll ask me, why? Why do you have so many? Almost from the beginning, when people started to ask me that, you know, my family got big. We didn't have nine. We had five or six. They say, why so many kids? I've always said the same thing. We are a tribe. You see, when I think back to those summers in Mississippi, to me it was a tribe. Now, tribes can be messy. And if you're not careful, a tribe can be suffocating. It's not all good if you're not careful. But at its best, a tribe's got your back. In a tribe, you feel safe. And at least in my family, and, and, and what's awesome, if you look at that family from my ma dick down and then my grandma, so many people that have done so many remarkable things and have so many great families, such good people, generation after generation, still going to church, still believing, still changing their community. I believe it's because when you got a tribe at its best, it creates this foundation 
of like safety and hope and being for you during the bad times when you need them, when you need somebody that allows you the freedom to believe you can do whatever you want. You can do anything. You can start a business. You can be a mom. You can have a big family. You can travel. Anything you want because you know at the end of the day, no matter what you risk or no matter what happens, you've got them. They're waiting for you. They'll be happy to see you. No matter what you've done, no matter what you've said, no matter what mistakes you've made, man, that pot pie is waiting. (laughs) And when you got a big pot pie filled with dumplings waiting for you on grandma's stove, nothing seems real bad. Nothing seems too risky when you got that to come home to. And it's not just my experience. I think it's humankind's experience. Think of the Israelites wandering the desert or early Christians meeting in homes and catacombs. There's strength in numbers. There's strength in people that you love and believe in you and support you and are going to be there for you no matter what. There are no numbers close as the blood of a close family That should be celebrated, not looked at in a strange way. That should be normal. Now, what if you weren't raised in a big family or you had a bad experience in a big family or you're single or your family's spread out or, you know, maybe you're married, you can't have kids. Whatever whatever your situation, man, I'm telling you, create a tribe. Become part of a tribe. You can start small. It could be friends. It could be a Bible study at church. It could be a group of people like you. Maybe it's a group of people struggling with the same things you struggle with. And you just come together and you say to yourselves, we're going to have each other's back. We're going to be a tribe. We're going to be more than just a once a week thing. Heck, move to a small town. Live in a place where neighbors say hi. Where they watch your house when you're gone where they bring you a meal when you're sick, where they stop to talk to you when you're walking your dog. We need more of that today. See, when you're in those environments, you might have different beliefs. You might have different political parties you support. But coming together over food, coming together in conversation, that transcends all of that crap. It just does brings you safety, brings you purpose. You know, when you're in a group of people like that, I can remember when I was a kid, you know, so much time I've wasted as I got older, being alone, thinking about my future, wanting to be somewhere else, not being happy with where I'm at, being unsettled, being easily agitated. You know what? On those Sunday afternoons in Mississippi at Ma Dick's house, I never felt that way. Never. I never, man, I wish I wasn't here. I never was sitting there going, oh, this stinks. I wish I was someplace else. I was never thinking, oh, if only I had this, I would be happy. If only I had more money, I would be happy. No, I was happy right where I was. I didn't want those afternoons to end. I could not wait to sick my teeth into those watermelons. I couldn't. Old Milton drives up in his truck. Big grin, watermelons coming out. Man, I couldn't wait. 
Couldn't wait to dig into that first bite of pot pie. Could not wait to refill my cup again and again with sweet tea, even when the ice ran out and it was kind of warm. Create a life like that. You won't be unsettled. You won't be anxious. You'll be happy right where you are. Tribes are awesome, however you create them. Chicken pot pie is awesome. You know, on an aside on chicken pot pie, you know, it's funny how memories are. Because my grandma and my great-grandma and all the aunts, you know, they had these huge pans. At least that's how I remember it. You know, when you're a little kid, maybe, you know, it was just a normal-sized pan. But I remember them being these huge pans and the top was like a biscuit and then beneath it was all the chicken and the cream and the green beans and the carrots and dumplings in there I mean I can't even imagine what the calorie intake was in those things when you started dishing it up but who cares because in that moment it's okay it's all right another great thing about a tribe that I remember is the generations coming together. Like you could be there and one minute you're talking to your cousin who's the same age as you. Then you're talking to a cousin who's 10 years older than you or maybe it's a great cousin who's 15 years older than you. And then you're talking to a grandma and then you're talking to a great grandpa. Then you're talking to an uncle. Then you're talking to an aunt. And it goes a long way to making you realize how much more in common you have with people than you think. The generations have different experiences. Generations, you know, have maybe different, slightly different values. But at the end of the day, when you come together, you got a lot more in common. And not only that, you got a lot to learn. So much I learned from those Sunday afternoons, just listening to my aunts talk, just listening to the men talk, watching how they acted from the good and the bad. You know, watching how the rude ones acted and going, I don't want to be that way. And watching how the kind ones acted and saying, I want to be that way. Knowing who the people were that worked hard and what they had compared to the ones that didn't. See, you got to try and you see all of that. And it's a great lesson. So as you catapult into the weekend, maybe look for an opportunity to grow your tribe, to be part of a tribe to step out of your comfort zone. Maybe you've been alone for a while and it's time to go to that church, to join that club, to pick up that phone and call that friend. Maybe you've got a family that's been separated and you need to make amends. You need to realize that that blood is thick and you should be quick to forgive when you have a family. Or maybe you and your family, you and your tribe will just make a big pot pie. Think of my ma dick and her army of loved ones running around her tiny house as she fusses but loves it and you'll have yourself a deep meaningful weekend where you don't want to be anywhere else except right where you are so until next time which will be Monday better aim high spread those wings Keep your eyes on the things that matter. May I suggest pot pie and a big, large tribe of people that got you back. I'm your host, Silouan. Until then, as always, with a little change up today, pot pies and peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. 
Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.